Are you saying so? You're saying that you don't want you you don't want to think about Joey Tribbiani's cream pie. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I think I think we should have a cold open for once in our lives. I started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What's up, ladies and everyone else? We are your favorite podcast, City Girls Make Do, and we're back with a very special guest again this week, and we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9. Um, I am your host, Stephanie, and I'm cutting off Carrie's head with a chainsaw. <laughs> I'm Alex, and I'm the creator of HealthySperm.com. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I'm canceling my rice pudding. Oh, Wow. <laughs> After this episode, we are all canceling our rice pudding, and we are canceling Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, I think we're canceling ourselves, maybe. Like, (laughs) yeah, I think this was the episode of the show where the first time I ever watched it, I was like, "Okay, Carrie is fully bad now." Uh, This this kind of solidifies it as she's the worst in the group. So I I I knew what was going to happen, but I was still screaming at my computer the entire time. I even texted my mother about it because um she watched a lot of I, I talked about it the first time I was on, but um. My mom watched a lot of Sex in the City when I was a kid, and I, it, the show would always be on. And uh, so every time I, I think of her, every time I watch an episode for this podcast, and I always text her about it. Um, and uh, I, I told her, "Yeah, it's the one where Carrie cheats on Aiden with Big," and I was yelling at my computer. And my mom's like, "And Big practically forced himself on her, and Aiden is so much cuter than Big." Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, She's it's right. it's true, but like that's not a very high bar to vault over, like. Mm, no. Yeah, no. I mean, Carrie Bradshaw, I don't even know if she has a bar, uh, but it's yeah. It's definitely on the floor at the very least. Uh, it better be a fully stocked one. Carrie no. has dug a <laughs> hole like 50 feet into the ground and thrown her bar in there with such force that it broke another 50 feet of ground, and that's where it's sitting right now. <laughs> Damn, she should go to the Olympics. She's got a shot put arm. Javelin! I wish she would throw a javelin into Big's chest, and that would maybe make her redeem oh, herself. Oh, like the funny nightman? Yes! From Game of Thrones. Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> I, I I was more thinking of the... I was going to make a reference that neither of you would get, because my when you when someone says impale, like my brain just immediately flashes to a scene from the end of Final Destination 3, where a girl just gets like an American flag launched through her <laughs> torso. Oh, that's good. It makes me think of the Two Towers Extended Edition where Saruman, like, falls off of uh, the Tower of Orthanc and just, like, impales himself, and it's so good. You know, I still haven't seen the second half of that. I was watching, we watched, my girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend, uh, her roommate, and I watched the first, the first disc, and then it came time to change it out, and it was, like, 9 p.m., and I had work in the morning, I was like, hmm... That's a good call. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And we haven't gotten even, back yeah. to it yet. Even oh, I man. have fallen asleep in the second half of Two Towers before. Yeah, because, because that's where the Battle of Helm's Deep is, right? Yeah, that was me. And and I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so. But anyway, uh, <laughs> with so, our episode. Well, well, hold on. Sorry. I just, while we're on the topic, because this is the first time it's come up, can you believe that the Battle, the, the battle, of, the, the battle of Helm's Deep is finally going to be unseated as the longest uh, battle sequence in 
like filmed history uh, by Game of Thrones. So fucking. <laughs> this confuses me because wasn't the third Hobbit movie just entirely one gigantic battle scene? So I feel like that probably usurped the battles of Helm's Deep. It didn't mean it was better, but it was certainly longer. Like to me, I don't know. No one, uh, maybe, maybe that, maybe people just rightfully forgot those movies. Oh, Do you yeah. know what? I feel like this week, at least with you know the the synchronicity of Pigot and Sigurdbert, is <laughs> just pain. Just yeah. like. I feel like yeah. someone has taken the spinal fluid out of my back. Like, <laughs> I feel like, I, who made me more angry this week? Like, was it Carrie Bradshaw or was it Danny? I don't know. Probably Carrie, but I also uh, just am mad the whole time I'm watching Game of Thrones. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. But. Should we? Should we get into this? Because I feel like we're like five minutes in already. Yeah, let's we do it. Just a second about the child. Okay, yeah. so, so I make I make this I I make oh hold on I, I make this note in my notes every single time. But um, I just want to like pop in and say that uh the the, the theme song is so like hashtag iconic. Yeah, the theme song of the show is just so perfect to me. <gasps> okay, okay. So I was watching a thing like the other day that was like stuff you might not know about Sex and City. Um. And they shot like did number a seventeen different... surprise you? <laughs> it definitely did. But they <laughs> shot a different opening with Carrie, and she's like just wearing like a fucking plain blue dress, and she Ow. gets like a bit of. It's... She doesn't. I think she sees a guy, and then she runs after him. She doesn't get splashed with the water from the bus. He's uh, not wearing the tutu. What? And does she see the it. ad that says Carrie knows great sex? Yeah, okay. that's the like only same thing, and she's walking down the street. Um, I mean, honestly, like her credential after the end of this episode, her credentials as a good sex knower should be revoked. <laughs> they really yes. fucking should. Um, I guess this is also a good time to say that I was in New York last weekend, and I got to go to the iconic footsteps. So, um, if you follow our Twitter, you will see me dabbing on Carrie's footsteps. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but so I guess that I can no longer say that I've never been to New York City. Uh, so I can't I can't make that funny anymore. But uh, I did have to wait in line to get my picture taken there. Uh, but there is a sign in the window that uh, is an anti-Trump sign, so that made me happy, even though it was unrealistic in the canon of the show. But. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. The episode. <laughs> the episode. Yeah, we have Miranda and and Steve. Uh, Eric is back. The return of the pussy. Yeah, is, she was. Kissing, yeah. She, she was kissing her kitty. She she's got the good. She's got the good pussy. Yeah, she, she pulls does. a John Snow. She kisses it goodbye in the morning. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just love the idea of like John Snow like waking up, kissing, like just giving a just giving uh, Daenerys' pussy, just like okay, all right, talk to you later. <laughs> That's honestly my ideal boyfriend <laughs> not related ideally not related to me um yeah. i'm gonna actually put that as a big caveat but like just uh all right see you alex see you alex's pussy <laughs> true and you wave goodbye uh yeah. um yeah. now see i hadn't been watching i had not i i obviously because i because i love my brain i had not been watching the show up to this point um, so I really didn't know who Steve was, except for, but he was immediately endeared to me by the fact that he had a puppy in his arms. I mean, yeah. it's hard for a man, it's hard to dislike a man when he has a puppy in his arms. Especially, um, that looked like, it looked like a little Bernese or something, which is like my favorite kind of, pu- my favorite kind of puppy. Mm, he's, he's a very lovely cute. boy. Yeah. yeah. But Steve, uh, does suck. And apparently, okay, so they broke up. 
last episode and we find out that they've been living together for three weeks uh mm-hmm. despite being broken up seems like a while uh yeah like does he not I mean, have any friend whose couch he could sleep on or something <laughs> like yeah true but she does have a really nice apartment i mean true but like you're staying with your ex like that sounds like even if it's an amicable breakup that just sounds uncomfortable to me like i would not want to be there no and uh, yeah so she's trying to sneak out in the morning and like the puppy starts barking and steve breaks up and he doesn't he ask her if she's like oh he's like oh i was thinking maybe you could come with me to look at apartments which, yeah again weird yeah well he says would it be weird and it's like yes but she's not gonna say it also did you notice her little brooch i didn't what was it First, I thought it was a uterus, and then I think it might actually be, like, an Aries sign. Bitches be- okay, A of all, a uterus brooch is 100% a thing that, like, at least 40% of TERFs own. And B, um, bitches will live with their- bitches will live with their broken up boyfriend from three months ago- from three weeks ago and be, like, can't help being an Aries. (laughs) Three, 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 hold on, Aradia Miranda, thank you. Those are my jokes. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I'm so happy you're here. I love it. I hope she's an Aries and not a tough. Um, it would make yeah. sense that she's a fire sign. So yeah. let's jot that down. <laughs> you, you're talking about Miranda or are you talking about Cynthia Nixon? Miranda, because Cynthia Nixon definitely isn't a tough, because I'm pretty sure one of her kids is trans. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. bir- hold on, let me just look up when Miranda Hobbs' birthday is. Miranda Hobbs <laughs> was born in July of 1966. So okay, we cannot then. say definitive. She is a, she is potentially a Leo, or what's the other one in July? Uh, cancer. Yeah, that's a water sign. Yeah, either so of those would make you, sense. So you have to read that she's a fire sign, which means she's a Leo. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, okay, I so she's bothered. a furry. Okay. <laughs> You're saying that to our Leo guest, who is a furry. So facts. Yeah, facts. it's it's confirmed. Yeah, yeah. confirmed. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't be bothered to fucking Google shit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so then we go to, uh, so Aiden has this, like, designer showcase where he's showing his furniture because that's what he does for a living. And, uh, so Carrie's there as his booth bitch, as she calls mm-hmm. herself. And they're just, like, kissing on top of the cabinet, which is kind of tacky, but, I mean, go off. Yeah, I'm not buying a fucking chest of drawers from a man who is making out on top of it. Mm, yeah, probably yeah. not. I'll, also, like, the term booth bitch really caught me off guard because, like, in, like, the the mid-2000s, like, at the mid to late 2000s and, like, the early 2010s, I guess, there was a prevalence of booth babes at, like, at like video game conferences, like, yeah. E3 and stuff. I forgot about that. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> it felt, like, weird and antiquated when they were doing it in, like, 2006. Yeah. I mean, I guess Carrie isn't there to be sexy. She's more just there to help out. But yeah. I would love if she was in a bikini. You can kind of see her bra. Oh, she yeah, you, can, you can she you can fully see through her top in this scene. <laughs> I do. I love. I nearly bought a sheer dress the other day. Nice. Um, but then I realized that it would probably be too small. But I still really want it. I do love sheer clothing. I love sheer. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's she very like in your face. It's like mm-hmm. yes, yes, I am wearing mismatched bra and knickers. What about it? <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, so like Aiden. Yeah. 
yeah, he goes off. He's like, what does he? Does he have to go talk to someone? He's he like, whatever. I'm leaving. Bye. He's uh, I don't know. Just... You're, he's running a booth at like a big furniture at the furniture, whatever thing. Like, I, I imagine there's a lot of like running around. He's got to be doing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so... in the time that he aban- in the time that he abandons her, uh, <laughs> Mister Big shows up and Natasha. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And the other another fact I learned is that Natasha is almost always wearing white. Yeah. She is. And anyway. Mr. Big was Mr. Big was wearing gray a lot in this episode. Yeah, because he's fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah. So then Carrie sees him and she like ducks because Carrie's stupid. Uh, she ducks behind it, like the drawers or whatever it is. And then Big obviously sees her because she's just crouching behind an object. Yeah, like it's not a stealth game. I mean, you you look at Mr. Big and tell me that man, like if you had to gamble on it, like I would bet that that Big does not have object permanence. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> and also just like the male selective vision, yeah. Yeah, he just gives off an aura like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he doesn't know what anything is. Uh but he sees her and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> So she has to bounce out and be like, oh, hi. I love Carrie's voiceover in this scene because she's just like, I always fantasized about running into my ex and his wife, but in those fantasies, I was running into him with a truck. <laughs> just like <laughs> a huge mood. That's the most valid thing she does or says this entire episode. Yes, this is like her peak and then she's about to just plummet off of it. So, mm, yeah. So, yeah, that, and, oh my God. Okay, so Natasha is like, she describes the wood as oppressive. Uh-huh. And then when Carrie is there, she's like, oh, we really like it. It's just, you know, not our style. How do you describe wood as oppressive? Good question. Uh, she also calls it clunky. Architecture, I guess. Like, that's the most charitable read I'm going to give. Yeah, architecture, yes, like, but a fucking wooden chest of drawers. Like, like it's just, it's just yeah. like, it's just like the kind of, it's just like the kind of people that, like, you, you know, it's just like a mismatched tr- terminology. Like, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of the same as if I like, if I described like the mise en scene of like, <laughs> yeah. uh, of like a tale of two cities. Like, you kind of get what I mean, even though it's like not really what works. I, yeah. if I was being kind, I would say that this was like a like on a choice to make Natasha. I mean, obviously, it makes her seem like an asshole because mm-hmm. she's talking shit and then going back on it when Carrie's there. But mm-hmm. I would say it also kind of makes her seem like uh, pretentious because she thinks she knows what words mean and doesn't. True. Well, I mean, N- Natasha probably wouldn't know oppression if it, you know, slapped her in the face. But uh, no. then, so. Yeah, Aiden comes back and Carrie, like, introduces them. And it's they do the very funny, like, oh, we're about to learn what Mr. Big's name is, but then we don't because they're interrupted by, like, Aiden spills, or what is it? Carrie spills coffee on Aiden or on Big or something, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, she puts it on his dick. She It lands on his junk yeah which is, it's, it's i guess that, burning him it's it's this it's my second favorite gag from like tv shows of the 90s and early to and early aughts which is the you know the character whose first name you don't know and every time it comes up or almost comes up like either like a really loud truck drives by or like someone, <laughs> yeah or like or, or like someone like drops a bunch of dishes or like someone gets coffee spilled on their dick <laughs> getting coffee spilled on your dick kind of takes the cake i just wish that it had left like second degree burns or something and his dick was never the same again <laughs> just scald that foreskin clean off <laughs> oh as if he has that 
Oh my god. Turn that foreskin into a two skin. <laughs> no. This reminds me, I typed out and then deleted a comment earlier today where I said the first, I was going to say the first half of lemonade is audible cock and ball torture. <laughs> and then I decided against Wait, it. Wait, audible or auditory? I guess auditory. See, I'm just like Natasha. I don't know what words mean. <laughs> Sorry, I mean sorry, Natasha's like, valid I, too, but like okay, confession. I haven't listened to Lemonade except for like a, like two like one or two of the singles off of it. But mm-hmm. like, the, if you told me that like there is just audio, like I I I don't really, I'm I tr- I've been trying to be less pedantic about things like that. But like also, I would have a hundred percent believed if like Jay Z had just been getting his balls stomped on for like a couple of tracks on Lemonade. Yeah, I mean oh, that's I pretty wish. much sorry. That's pretty much what happens. What, so yes, it is auditory. Then see, yeah. I'm like Natasha. I'm pretty and young, and I I don't know what words mean. But my mm-hmm. dad's rich. Oh, he's not. I wish he was. <laughs> then I wouldn't be a communist. <laughs> Possibly, but. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Natasha uses this as kind of like an excuse for them to leave. Like she's like, "Oh, we got to go clean up now because your dick's all wet." And mm-hmm. uh, Aiden kind of asks who they are, and Carrie just blows it off like just people I knew a long time ago in a past life. Like, yeah, you can't say that. You kind of need to be if your ex is there, then you can be like, "That was my ex." And that was his wife. And, like, I don't think Aiden... Aiden is definitely not the type of guy to freak out about that. No. Because, yeah, no. Yeah. He looks like, like Paul Rudd. He has to be calm. <laughs> He's like a gigantic Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like if Paul I, Rudd I, ate Adam Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... You said Adam Scott, but my brain thought Adam Sandler, which I like a lot more to think about. <laughs> That would be really good. I only said Adam Scott because they're like best friends. And I was like, oh, he ate his best friend and became twice the size. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love this. Okay, so uh, yeah. And then later on, Aiden's gone again talking to someone Uh because he's he's working. He's busy. And then he's busy. He's a busy boy. He's busy and booked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then... (sighs) Big comes back uh, with a glass of scotch in his hand. Yeah, drunk yep. off of his fucking ass. Yep. Yeah, the past, like the past two episodes, he shows up. He's been drunk at some point, which you know, <laughs> very appealing. <laughs> which reminder of the piece of art that Summer so kindly or cruelly made for us? <laughs> you can see on our Twitter if uh, if you have not already. It's really oh, bad. You need to see it's, it. It's so good. Um. Mm. So yeah, he calls Aiden Paul Bunyan, which is rather apt. And he's like, he's a big boy. I mean, he is a big boy. Yeah, it's big boy season. So, so and we're not talking about Mr. Big. Is Mr. Big, uh, Big is now like intimidated by the sheer size of, of, of this man. Yeah. Why doesn't the yeah. bigger Carrie boyfriend not simply eat the other <laughs> Carrie's boyfriend? <laughs> All right, I am cracking open this monster, so I could get a little bit more wired, but my energy is nice. waning, and I have another podcast to do after this one, so... I love... I, it's, it's like an Easter egg for uh, We Hate Movies, because I do love an audible can crack. Me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm hanging out with my, uh, my uncle's drinking beer, and now I'm hanging out with my friend, just smashing energy drinks. It's great. Okay, so... Yeah, and then he's talking. He's like, everything in my apartment is beige. Uh, I don't like Natasha. And uh, Natasha also talks about, uh, or Big also complains about, while Natasha is there, she, uh, he complains to Carrie about the teeny tiny furniture. Yeah, because he's a big boy, really. So uh-huh. maybe 
<laughs> I like to imagine everything is like child size. Like when you go into like a, a school yeah. and then you sit on like the tiny desks and you're like, how was I ever this big? Yeah, I mean, th- th- I don't know if I can relate to that. <laughs> I go back to like <laughs> places for children and I'm like, oh, this toilet is me sized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, look, my 12-year-old sister has been taller than me for, like, uh, over a year now, so. Listen, listen, short short queens, keep your head up. That's true. Yes. I do. Don't let that crown fall. Yeah. And, like, um, okay, so Carrie's not really having this. She's like, okay, uh, where is your wife? And, you know, he's, like, slamming his drink on Aiden's furniture, and she's, like, wiping away the ring that leaves behind and stuff. And just, she's she's not into it. She doesn't like this at all. And, and then and Big, like, like he's, yeah. They're not even dating, and she's already cleaning up his messes again. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's gross. And he, like, like leans how in. how is this the endgame, man? Like, that, my nose literally say that. Like, I just, it's as big as a fucking slime ball, because well stephanie you say that he says what's the line uh which one that he says oh you mean the one that he says after where he's like where he leans uh, in is like by he the says, way yeah so he leans in and he says he has a secret it's not mm. working i don't know why i said it without voice but it's like a wrapped up magazine like he's a child yeah and then he says he's getting out and he is like screaming in this in the middle of this like there are like still people around and he's just like hey i'm Mr. Big, and I'm horny, and I hate my wife. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I have to say the thing that Alex said before we recorded, which is that Mr. Big is Rhaegar Targaryen, and Natasha is (laughs) Elia Martell. (laughs) And, uh, which is true, because he's basically just like... I'm a big bastard man and I need to leave my wife for someone else who I'm going to accost and who doesn't even want this. And uh, Well, I said Jay-Z and Beyonce, but also, yeah, I mean, that's Oh, you did say Jay-Z and Beyonce. Why did I project this onto Big and Carrie? Because it works. It does work. It's it's true. (laughs) The thing is, all men are... (laughs) Men are all Rhaegar Targaryen bastard man. (laughs) Was it a week? I thought, okay, for a second there, I misinterpreted that because I thought that, I thought that the original comparison had been comparing Beyonce and Jay-Z to <laughs> Big and Carrie, and, like, Steph just, like, supplanted Rhaegar and uh, Elia in for <laughs> I feel like I could never compare Carrie to no, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could compare Jay-Z to Mr. Big, and I could compare Jay-Z to Rhaegar, and I could compare Mr. Big to Rhaegar, uh, but the that's thing about is, it. The thing, is, the thing is, at the end of the day, the thing that, the thing that uh, Jay-Z has over both of them is that, Ms., is that Jay-Z makes some really funny faces sometimes. True, and okay, well, Jay-Z also has one other thing on them, which is that he's not a literal rapist, so... Yeah, well, okay, wait, Mr. Big, I mean, okay, I guess Mr. Big isn't, like, a rapist, but, like... He does like okay. He does force himself on Carrie this episode, but again, like, she does ball yeah. on the floor. Yes, okay, but Rhaegar Targaryen for sure, big bastard man, and I hate him. Anyway, this isn't Pigot, but uh, okay. So he got a cat. It's good that he got a cackyoin hole. <laughs> This is a good episode already. Where are we? <laughs> so, yeah. And then we go to brunch with Carrie telling the girls, and my favorite part of acting, uh, where everyone's like, <gasps> except Samantha, who just shrugs her shoulders, and you can clearly see her mouthing. Yeah, told you. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, let's just say it. You won. 
And mm. I do love that they even debate that there's a possibility that people don't win breakups because, like, let's be real, they do. So, and I feel like Carrie's whole meltdown was that she didn't win because he moved on so quickly to someone who was like, um, you know, more not his type, but just like kind of like, all right, quote remember, unquote, perfect. Someone, someone who does, someone who does not make a living writing about fucking in the paper. Someone who is a Jackie and not a Marilyn. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so then, fuck, what happens? Then they ask what she's going to do, and Carrie's like, There's a very good line where, uh, I can't remember who asked it, but they ask, what was he doing at the furniture show? And Carrie just responds, drinking and leaving his wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he That's does what four-year-old men do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's all they do. Men be That's like, <laughs> men be like, I drink and leave my wife. My my dad, my dad had my dad had been sober for like three years by the time he was forty, but also he was legally required for the entire duration of that year to drink and leave his wife constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, dad. Yeah. Love you, dad. <laughs> like my dad would ever listen to this podcast. No, my I keep it secret from mine. I don't think my dad knows what a podcast is, but even if he did, he'd hear me say like Joey Tribbiani cream pie and then immediately throw his iPod out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so like okay, okay, so Carrie says she claims that she won't do anything because she's got a friend and she's not insane she wouldn't do anything she's not stupid no and yeah i clearly like, hasn't read the script uh, no <laughs> but they're like well yeah. how long have they been together seven months uh and- yes well they've been married seven months yeah and then Miranda, being a shitty friend, is she fucking vague boasts Charlotte I mean, when she's sitting right next so to her. Okay, so I'm Miranda. I'm <laughs> I'm the kind of person who's like gonna subtweet my friend and be like, "Who does this?" Okay, but, like, but also, like if if you if you had the opportunity to, to Disney wedding yourself with with Special Agent Dale Cooper, would yeah. you not? Oh, yeah. Like exactly. yeah. this question directed at you specifically, Stephanie, because I feel like if if a man of that caliber walked into your life, you'd have no choice but to Disney him. Now Matt's cool. By which I mean by which I mean by which I mean by which I mean cut off his head and freeze it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh, yeah. yeah, uh that's a really good point, Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, because Charlotte gets very defensive. She's like resents that Miranda would say that because her and Trey are nothing like Big and Natasha, even though they're you no. know like they're moving, they're in love and moving at warp speed. And she's like determined to marry him this year. So can I say? Oh, yeah. Can I say about this? By the way, rule of threes got broken this episode mm-hmm. because so. because well, um, Miranda makes a dig at Charlotte, and Charlotte's like, I resent that. And then late, like way later in the episode, when Adam is like oh, you're just one of those girls that doesn't want to give head. And Samantha's like, I resent that. Where was the third I resent that? Mm. Oh, that's a good point. I feel like it should have been uh, when Miranda and Steve are talking. And she goes, and he's like, and she's like, I resent that. I I think it was Carrie talking to the camera after we watched the episode and said, this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I think, but I don't know. It's really hard to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically, Charlotte's convinced he'll propose. And but she she hasn't met his 
mom yet and she's meeting his mom like tonight or soon or something and she yeah she does think she's he's very close to proposing and miranda says she's had, she's had pantyhose longer than her relationship which is very good mm-hmm. and then yeah speaking of miranda we're in the steve's shitty apartment or the one he's hunting for and it's like it's where it's he deserves like, to live i mean yeah it does look like the place from hostel like yeah. it seems like you would get murdered there so i oh, don't know yeah like it- one hundred percent. One hundred percent looks like like a likes like a venue that like a kind of shady kink club would rent out for the weekends. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure the uh, son of Sam. That's where he lived. Yeah, I wrote that it looks like a prison. So I think we were all on the same page here. <laughs> he does deserve to be a prison. Sketchy, but- listen, sketchy BDSM, like sexy BDSM venue, like definitely at least one of the rooms has to be a fuck prison. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. It's just the castle from kink.com. Yeah, pretty much. And what? Steve... <laughs> Back up! <laughs> the castle that they have all the kink.com stuff in. They have a what is castle. kink.com? What do you think it is? You know, you've got a good point. Okay, yeah, it is kink <laughs> and fetish porn for the adventurous. Oh, cool. I, I do I do like the... I do, hold on. I do like the landing page. They do give me the option that I only want to see gay or straight porn. Like, just, just like... Like, if there's, like, the thing that's like, hey, only adults are allowed here. It's like, do you want to see the gay shit or the straight shit? I really appreciate that. Thank you for just getting to the point. Yeah, true. Right? Um, uh, I have a question. Whose bar sure. is lower? Yes. Carrie's or Steve's? Mm. Carrie. 100%. <sighs> I mean, Steve just said, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, like, to, um, to be fair, like... There is pressure on Steve. There's like a little bit of, there's at least a little bit of pressure on Steve. And he is like, well, I really don't want to stay on her couch anymore. And like, if I turn this down, especially if I turn it down when she's here, I like, like imagine like, okay, imagine you're in Steve's shoes and for some godforsaken reason, you've been stuck on your like ex's couch for three weeks and they go to you with this place for this place and you say no to it. Like. Yeah. You just feel like a giant asshole. Even no matter how bad the place is, you're gonna feel like a shit. Yeah. This is why I'm this is why I don't understand why he brought Miranda with him. Because I like mean, Yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was so that he would just like maybe he's been visiting places and he kinda doesn't wanna leave and if she's there then he's sort of forcing himself to say yes. He's like, but, Well, I tr- I've tried to leave, but you didn't want me to live in, you know, <laughs> this prison apartment I, yeah so <laughs> yeah it might be manipulation maybe he's taking her to the literal worst place he's seen yeah so then she'll feel bad for him but i mean you can read it positively or negatively i suppose i don't think he's smart enough to do that is the thing so <laughs> i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt miranda calls it the doorway to hell and she's like i refuse to let you move here like i will help you find a better place and okay also she has like a red power suit in this episode and oh yeah it's, it murdered me it, it's very good mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's um. Miranda describes it as uh, what? What does she say? It's the intersection of what and West Shit Street. <laughs> I missed that part. Oh, I don't know. It's but probably either, something. Either way, either way, we get to Samantha's question or Carrie's question of the week, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, her and so her and Miranda are walking first, and then because like Miranda's talking about how she feels really guilty about the whole Steve situation, because she's basically like Steve has no money, so like I can't just kick him out, right? She feels bad because like. 
you know, if we're on the topic of like winning a breakup, Miranda clearly is the one who has a nice apartment and money and like a good job. And Steve is the one who has nothing. So she doesn't want to just like throw him onto the street. And Carrie suggests that they need like a city funded boyfriend orphanage. <laughs> and, like all of their exes can go there and just like think about what they did wrong and cry. <laughs> she says, cry themselves to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, so. <laughs> Interesting, uh, interesting thought, Carrie. Interesting thought, Carrie. Carrie is certainly an interesting thought. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) You're really true. You're really right. And then we get her question. So she's in her apartment writing, and we get this voiceover, and she's like, "We, you know, there's this really common belief that women use the left emotional side of their brain and men use the right logical side." But is it really that simple? Like, in a relationship, should we follow our head or our heart? Like, no, men are stupid. They don't use their brains for like zero point well, one seconds of the day. They use a head. Well, cis men. I, yeah. Cis men use a head. Yeah, I mean that's always the that's the sort of thing my mother would say. Waka like, waka. He's thinking with his. He's not thinking with his head. He's thinking with another head. And <laughs> like that's just the type of woman she is. And I think everyone's mother says that at some point. <laughs> Mm, probably yeah but mm. yeah uh, and then we then we spend some time with special agent dale cooper yeah thank god uh this is and gr- bunny oh, bunny we meet bunny okay she's gonna be a power player this is this is you know our olena <laughs> she's well i was thinking olena tyrell but my brain uh, my brain did just only suggest the word of marjorie tyrell which this is definitively not but in my head i was thinking olena Oh my god. This is, well, this whole thing is like Joffrey, Cersei, and the Marjorie subplot. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're talking. Bunny is like, I guess we should describe Bunny because she's new. I mean, um, she's old. She's old. She always wears like a ribbon in her hair, which is a power move when you're like 80. Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> yeah, she's like an old, like, you know, waspy lady and. She's she is Olena Tyrell. Yeah, she's Olena Tyrell. If Olena only, oh wait, did she only have sons? I'm not sure. But I like think Trey, so. I think so. Yeah, Trey, Trey very reeks much, of only child. He reeks of only child, and she reeks of mother of boy son only child who like <laughs> is extremely like protective of her perfect baby boy son, and like, yes, every mother who only has sons is the same not the same person but like i don't know they all have this energy and it's stressful to me but she yeah things are going fine and like okay this kind of creeped me out though charlotte's like observing their relationship because she's very like obviously wants to make this good impression and she's just very like manipulative of trey because like he orders a scotch and she's just like she puts her arm on his like or she puts her hand on his arm and is like oh why don't you order a wine it's better for your heart and he's just like okay and like just all righty anything all righty then (laughs) yeah and then like everything's going well and just like she keeps doing the thing with like putting her hand on his arm and just like giving advice to him and charlotte's just like taking mental notes the whole time like oh oh okay 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 uh i've also got in my notes that trey calls bunny a camera nazi yeah he does say that don't like that um, yeah. The waiter there is a hu- like a hundred years old. 
which <laughs> I adore. I love when there's like someone like you know how in Batman where Alfred is like fucking seventy and you're like yeah. he's an old man. Will you let him rest? You fucking rich asshole. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, Charlotte's taking this information and she's going to use it later. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm going to store it in my brain and save it for later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Sam. Okay. Now we got Bobby here. Okay. His name's actually Adam, but, uh, Bobby Carnival. Yes. Oh, God. What a good guest. Oh, fuck. It's really good. Uh, this subplot, we've been waiting for this for a while. This is, this is good. So she's, I mean, it's him, iconic. It's iconic. Yes. Uh, she is giving him a blowjob and then when he finishes she kind of just like looks confused and disgusted on her face and (laughs) we just get a smash cut to her at brunch saying that i'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk (laughs) and then charlotte storms out yeah she just gets up and fucking leaves (laughs) so i was in the process of taking care of something but um did we comment on the fact that his name is adam ball yeah, yeah, one. we didn't say that. His name is Adam Ball because and he's also he's also the person he's also one of the people responsible for those coming soon trailers, which is a joke that they make. And then he just shouts as soon as that sentence is said. He just shouts, "I'm coming! I'm coming!" <laughs> <laughs> he should have shouted it. Yeah, he does shout it, and we get like a very we get like a sort of downward angle on his face as well. So it really puts you in the oh yeah, in puts the you eyes. in the driver's seat. Yeah. <laughs> And my favorite thing is when she's tasting it, she just sort of like smack her lips like, like she's tasting something funny. It's such good acting. Kim Cattrall's a legend. What confused me is like, okay, this might get a little bit like, okay, you don't have to answer this, but like, when you take, okay, when you have it in your mouth, you're not like, you're you're doing that thing where you like don't breathe through your nose so that your taste buds like don't taste anything before I, it you're goes not, away. You're not like swishing it around in your mouth like it's a glass of wine. You're not like mmm, tastes like oak. Like it's just it's in there, then it's gone, and then uh, then you let yourself breathe through your nose again. I'm trying to think about this because I'm gonna be real. Like the fact that I like you know I'm not gonna talk too much about our intimate relationships, but the thing is that. When you fuck trans women, they don't make a lot of nut. So really, like, mm-hmm. when the nut, if, when, when the nut happens, if anything comes out, it is, like, 99% your saliva from doing it, and, like, 1%, 1%, like, little drop of nut. But... That's, that sounds ideal. You know what yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, even if you don't, okay, like, okay, I'm kind of going back on what I said a second ago, because even if you are, like, not using your taste buds at the moment, it's still going to leave an aftertaste anyway. So I guess there could be, like, an aftertaste where she's like, that's fucking weird. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like I've never had, I've I've never had, I've never had, like, a bad nut experience, to my knowledge. I mean. And I've sucked a lot of dick. (laughs) Valid. Like, I, I, Extremely I, valid. Not not to get too blue, but I did have a grinder phase before I came out as a trans woman, and I sucked a lot of dick. <laughs> we're proud of valid. you. Uh, yes, we're so proud. I'm proud of you, too. Uh, no, I never... No, one to this extreme where you're like, oh, this is foul. Like, it's never yeah. nice, but uh, yeah, like... Yeah, it, it's, like it's not like I've ever been like, wow, that tasted like someone just poured all the juice out of the garbage into my mouth or something. Like, <laughs> it's not like that's oh, ever happened. Like, that sounds like it. 
that sounds awful. <laughs> oh, God, mm. truly, right? Yeah, like, no, that's not, that's not never been an experience. But, like, I mean, they even do say when she brings it up at brunch, like, Miranda's like, well, it's not exactly like it's ever, like, going to Baskin-Robbins. <laughs> like, but, yeah, no, Samantha says it's, like, particularly sour. And, uh, yeah. like, it's bad asparagus. Mixed with Clorox. yeah. Yeah, uh, they talk a bit about how it can be a nutrition thing, like maybe he needs to eat better. Okay, so, right, when I was watching this, I was doing a, I watched it twice, because we were going to do it a week ago, and then, bleh. anyway, so I was watching it today, and my mother was in the room, and she goes, pineapple, it works. I have, <laughs> it works. I think that it works really threw me off, and I got very suddenly mad at her, and I was like, oh my like, god. Don't say that. How do you know that? It was like when I was like 11 and I was watching Gossip Girl and my dad was in the room and I was like, I said to my mum, I was like, oh my God, he did her on the roof. And my dad was like, how do you know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I feel like the pineapple thing is just like something you always hear, but I've never heard someone say, oh yeah, I tried it and it worked really well. Like I've, I've never heard of anyone like on purpose doing it. Well, you're about to. Oh, good. Less good. hair. So... <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. The cum comparisons were my own. Valid. <laughs> this was this was over a decade ago. So no, about a decade ago, probably. I'm like twenty yeah, twenty-four, so I would have been like fourteen, fifteen at the time, probably. To my recollection, it tasted a little bit better. Hmm. But mm. like that may have just been placebo effect. Maybe. I'm I've heard that vegans, because you're not having like red meat. And yeah. generally, if you don't smoke, it's like I've had this. Oh, so in that, in that well. case, in that case, in, in that case, she may as well have just been sucking off Jordan Peterson here. Oh, oh. oh that Jordan is... Peterson's nut canonically <sighs> tastes like garbage juice. So, that, oh my god, Jordan, Jordan Jordan Peterson's nut has stink lines. Oh my, it's green. It erodes through most plastics. <laughs> if he can, not. I, that is the face of a man who cannot come. <laughs> True. He doesn't. Well, I think it's not that he. I think it's not that he can't come. Is that he doesn't really know what it is. And like, I. Th I feel like he has. I feel like he has done something that he is like. Yes, that is coming, and he is never actually not. <laughs> He has a. He has a daughter, doesn't he? Artificial insemination is a hell of a thing. True. <laughs> Is he still married? Is his has his wife left him yet? I don't oh, know. must have. I, every single man in the alt right field has had a wife that has left them. Yeah, uh, I, I feel that strongly. They were definitely all, they're all like they turned forty and then were alcoholics who divorced their wife. No, like, he has been married to his current wife Tammy Roberts for thirty years. Tammy. Well, I mean, I feel like there's a history. I, I feel like there's just like a documented history of women named Tammy marrying shitbags. Because what was that woman's name in like the eighties that I cannot remember? Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye. Yes, thank you. The one who was married to the the televangelist. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, at least she kind of became a bit of a cult icon. I would like to see Tammy Peterson pull off fucking false eyelashes. Um, and then okay, we get Carrie's suggestion, which is just like, why don't you just not give him a head? And Sam's just that's like, a good I question. never thought of that. Like, I hmm. love it. I love that. That's not even in her in her book. Like, no, I'm gonna yeah. suck his dick even she, if it's she, gross. We've been describing yeah. as garbage juice. Uh, Samantha's canonical description is asparagus and Clorox. Yeah, yeah, that is 
Which is kind of what that's kind of what it tastes like anyway. Mm, that's not my experience, but <laughs> yeah, same here. Like, <laughs> as a bit of a uh, well, I don't know. Maybe not asparagus. Asparagus just makes me think of pee. I'm just thinking of like, uh, what's that cold medicine that like doesn't taste good but it works? Nyquil. No. Nyquil. Um, no. Oh, wait, it's like hold on. A, are you thinking of quill? Like, no, it's not a quill. <laughs> it looks kind of like cum, and it's like, uh, no. I think it starts with a B. Benadryl. Benlin. Mm, no, I don't know. But the, the slogan is literally "tastes awful, but it works." Buckley's. Buckley's. Anyway, it's Buckley's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's kind of what cum is like. I don't know. <laughs> It tastes awful and it works. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyrion, I mean, Tyrion drinks and knows things. Come tastes bad and works. Okay, I think I am confusing. Clorox is bleach, isn't it? Pretty much. Okay, I think it's yeah. Like pretty much bleach. Okay, that's where I was getting confused. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> because why would she be drinking bleach? I mean, it's it's definitely it definitely has a pungent smell. Like if you pour it into yeah. like a bottle of laundry, you definitely I smell think, it. Yeah, I think I'm more thinking of the smell and less of the taste. Yeah. Because this is another this is another factoid from my mother, um, from her being a crazy person. She always said to me, like no, if if it smells, it's because of the semen. It's not because of like speaking of vaginas. She's like, their dick makes it smell, not you. Which I think is a very enlightened piece. <laughs> Shrimp trusting. Yeah, like if yeah. If, a, if a man if a man ever t- if a man ever if, if listen not, not not just a man. Let's not be heteronormative about this or cisnormative. No. If someone's ever if someone's ever fingering you and then they eat you out and they and you're like, oh, this tastes awful. You can just be like. Um, no, your fingers taste awful. My pussy tastes immaculate. You just dirtied them already. Yeah. She's like, if your pussy stinks, then it's probably because of cum. It's not because of your your pussy's doing nothing. It's always a man's fault. And I'm like, thank you for this. This is information I will absorb, store in my brain, and use later. Yes. <laughs> like, your mother telling you at a very young age, it is always men's fault, really just tracks with everything I know about you. Same, and I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the most, like, wine mom joke possible, in my opinion, that comes in the scene. Because they, they asked the question of, like, if, if this was reversed and, and men had to swallow women's cum... Like what? What would that? Would they even get near the stuff? And they would be. And then Carrie's like, "It would if it tasted like beer." And then they all have a laugh and share a minion <laughs> on Facebook. Oh my god! I love it. Like as if men eat pussy anyway. Honestly, but, honestly, um, eat more pussy challenge. Two K nineteen. Like <laughs> Mohe every day. Send tweet. If you're not getting your pussy ate, dump that. Like honestly, yeah. If you are, if you are someone who has a vagina and you are in a relationship, and and you are in a sexual relationship, and they're not eating your pussy, listen. <laughs> yeah, no. Raise that, like, raise that bar. Raise that bar. Just a step. Mm-hmm. Just, raise just it one up. step. <laughs> the thing is, it's good. Like, why would people not want to do it anyway? But so yeah, then we go back to why does every conversation devolve into? Do you know what's good? Eating pussy. It is though. It's uh, good. It's like sexual caviar. So, yeah. oh wow, mm-hmm. I guess that fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the eggs. It's just chef kiss. So <laughs> that's, the, that's that's the kiss that uh, Alex's dream boyfriend does to her pussy every morning. 
<laughs> That's what I'm gonna think of every time I use the chef kiss emoji now. <laughs> the, the two the two fingers next to each other at a pantomime the folds. <laughs> <laughs> Speed through. We're at hour. Okay, so Holy Miranda. Shit. Yeah, we are. Okay. Okay. Miranda comes home to a message from Steve, and it's Barbara, and she'd love to go to a movie with him. And this is really just a scene of her being like, "Okay, my ex could be seeing someone else," and that's pretty much it. So then we go to Carrie. Yeah. She's checking her machine because everyone's checking their machines because it's two thousand, and she's <clears throat> got a message from Big, and it says, "I've been thinking about what I said the other day, like about my blah 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 blah." Uh, so then he's basically just like, "You know my number; it's important." And then you know Carrie's like, "Right side of my brain, left side of my brain. Do I have a brain?" And then she listens to it seven times. Yeah. Uh, yep. Invites over Miranda. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you think? And I don't know, Miranda, I was not paying attention enough, but Miranda says something about JFK. She's a JFK truther. I want to know more. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but basically, she calls Big after Carrie, after Miranda leaves. And he's like, yeah, sorry I was being kind of weird, but I'm not going to leave Natasha now. Yeah, and Carrie's basically, Carrie's pissed, because I would be yeah. too. Yeah. He he basically is he he's basically like yeah it'd be a little bit too costly to do so uh, you should probably forget that <sighs> so he's not breaking up with her because it'd be too spancy. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Oh fuck you!" Um, so, so big sign of prenup. Big he well, Natasha is smart and I love her. Yes. And then so yeah, so Carrie sleeps with Aiden. And he's, like, looking up the ceiling, and he's like, oh, you cracks in your ceiling. What if I remodel your apartment for you? And she's like, oh, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, crafty boy fixing things up. Like, nice. Hell yeah. For free and everything? Just, like, he's yeah. got the floors? He's going to plaster? Like... And how yeah. do you forgive him? The boy cries you a sweater of tears. And what do you do? <laughs> you fuck I big. Don't- yeah well she's like she even says it she's just like there's a guy here who's making my home better like he wants to just do nice things for me for no fucking reason and just like then there's big and he just wants to pull my entire life apart and fuck me up uh it's a fucking no-brainer but carrie is also a no-brainer so yeah it's yeah yeah. carrie carrie is unfortunate carrie is unfortunately the bimbo representation that i have long that i have long She doesn't have a, she doesn't have the heart of a bimbo. No, a bimbo has heart where she lacks brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we move on to Samantha on her date with old Bobby Carnival. Oh God, yeah, and, <laughs> and they're having they, these like little wheat grass, grass shots. shots. Oh, this is disgusting. yeah, they're in, yeah, they're in some like new age proto vegan type of place. Um, and he's like, oh, that tastes funky, and Samantha just stares at him. <laughs> And yeah. ask the waiter how long it takes for wheatgrass to take effect. Mm-hmm. Like, can you can you imagine? Okay, imagine that, that you were like, uh, imagine being a waiter or a waitress at like some like just some like imagine you're just like a waitress at like Friendlies or something. Are there Friendlies in Canada? I don't think so. Okay, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, shit. Okay, uh, Denny's. Yeah. yeah okay. Denny's. Okay, I understand so imagine- what a Denny's is. <laughs> okay, so now we're in the fiction. Imagine you're a waitress at Denny's, and someone is like, "Excuse me, how long does it take for the uh, the Grand Slam breakfast to take effect?" Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello, take effect? Hello, 
Hello? That's <laughs> an uh, interesting thing to ask. Yeah, um, it, he does say, I don't know, like an hour and a half. He's probably yeah. making this number up. Like, he's probably has oh, no definitely. fucking idea. Yeah. He's like, take, take a, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> I, maybe, maybe that's just, maybe that's just like him, like, uh, how long will it, how long do I have until this makes me shit my brains out? <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know if um, grass would make you more regular, but I, I imagine it would. It seems like the kind of thing that would make you more regular. It does seem like it. Like, yeah, at least it's, what do you I mean don't know. Regular? I guess like more it's... regular shits? Like yeah, more, more regular. Yeah, is that not a term you're familiar with? No. Well, I think regular just means like, I always took it to mean like just on the same time every day. Like, yeah, I have friends yep. who are like, oh, I shit four times a day, two in the morning, <laughs> two in the afternoon. Is your friend and Matt? I... <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt is Sorry. my friend, but I've never spoken about that with him. But yeah, when, when someone says like a regular bowel movement, that just means like, you know, regular bowel movements is like on a, on like a relatively like regular schedule. Not like, yeah. not like oh, this yeah. shit was not whack. Well, like I've heard like regular bowel movements, like as like a whole word, but not like, oh, are you regular? Like to mean in, to mean like in the context of a bowel movement without bowel movement being mentioned. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> I love that she smiles after he says, I don't know, like an hour and a half. And then she looks at the menu because she's like, we got an hour and a half, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to, uh, again, we're all these different angles with her sucking his dick. Mm-hmm. So now he's standing up and she's by a mirror and he, we see his bare ass. And... Yep. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, the Italian stallion that he is. Uh, and then Who is this guy? Like, he he's been in like a lot of stuff. He's sort of like a character actor. He has been in a Woody Allen film, which means he will be beheaded. But uh, he's. Have, do you watch Mr. Robot, Sarah? No. What's this guy's name? Bobby Cannaval. I'm gonna just look and see if there's anything that he's been that I, I would. Oh yeah, he, he was he was Will's boyfriend. I'm Will and Grace. Oh, oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on Will and Grace. He was on um, what was that show with my my boyfriend Michael Shannon? Vinyl, Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. He was on that. He was on Vinyl, which I watched all of, which was terrible. I gotta go um, back and I gotta go back and actually watch Boardwalk Empire one of these days because I that just like that feels like the most man's man ass show you could possibly make. Like it feels yeah. like if someone it, fe- it genuinely feels like if someone took a look at Mad Men and was like. Okay, but like, let's get the boring women out of here. We just want all the men's <laughs> story. But also, like, Steve Buscemi is possibly my favorite actor, and also yeah. like Prohibition era, like America is incredibly fascinating, fascinating to me. So who, it's impossible to say if it's good or bad. I got really interested in it. I tried to watch it, and I got bored. But my boyfriend is in it, so I probably should. Anyway, <laughs> so we see that his. From her face, the the wheatgrass has not taken, and his dick still tastes funky. So his dick still tastes funky, 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 funky. <laughs> it's all a good kind of funk. He's got. He must have been eating red meat for like nothing but that for months. It's incredible. <laughs> Samantha faked the funk with some nasty spunk. Maybe he's just pre- genetically predisposed to have nasty ass cum. Like I don't know. If that's a gene, then I really think we need to bring, like, gene splicing into <laughs> the forefront. You, could you imagine if there was just, like, the cilantro tastes like soap gene, but for cum, it's like, no, f- I can't get ahead <laughs> because for me, uh, cum tastes like soap. I've got that gene, you know, like, the <laughs> I've got Maybe a genetic that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I have. I always think it just tastes disgusting. I don't really know what to put the top, what, can't put my tongue on it, but it's not friendly. 
and then okay so so sam hated it and then trey is out with charlotte again and okay, you can't so call he... her sam because my brain is my brain is game of thrones poisoned and i was like which and I, I was just immediately you have to call her samantha her name is samantha her name's not sam. little sam little sam <laughs> no yeah. i think we're gonna call I thought you were going to say Sam Canning, and I was very interested in that. Hmm. Oh, um, we, I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we mentioned earlier, but um, when when she looked up the wheatgrass shots thing, Samantha did go to www.healthysperm.com. Oh yeah, <laughs> those source for all your information on healthy sperm. Yeah, oh, totally. But um, so we're on the we're on the Charlotte scene, right? Yes, so he yeah. doesn't like his salad dressing, and it's okay. So now Charlotte's going to try to do the thing. Yeah, it cuts to him eating salad dressing right after. Bobby comes so that was fun uh, mm, true <laughs> and then she so uh yeah Charlotte's doing the strokey thing on his hat on his arm no one else yeah she meant sure um, she meant sure she like she fucking like Bioshock asked would you kindly order the tomato basil <laughs> yeah and it's just it's, it's, sorry sorry to anyone sorry to anyone who hasn't who doesn't know the twist of Bioshock after after a decade I haven't even played it, and I know it. Like, yeah, and it's yeah. There's, it's like a it's like a caprese salad with no mozzarella. It's literally just a slice of tomato with basil, which is probably about forty dollars. I'd eat it, but a yeah. man chooses a slave eats tomato basil. <laughs> True. Uh, so then she uses the uh, the trick to be like, "Hey, maybe we should get married," and he goes, "Alrighty." And she just looks devastated. Like, her face yeah. is like, well, that backfired. <laughs> and yeah, so she goes to Carrie's place and she's like shell-shocked um, because she's like, I'm I'm engaged. And Carrie's like, that's great. And she's like, yeah, but I proposed to myself. And he said, all righty. Carrie's like, you got engaged to a guy who says, "Alrighty." Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's endearing, but also it's very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least he yeah. doesn't say then at the end of it, like Ace and <laughs> Oh, true. Yeah. The th- okay, the thing is, like, I, I, did, I, I, I joke about that, but also the other day I did, like, do a perfect, like, parallel park into, like, between, like, with, like, six inches of leeway on either side between two cars, <laughs> and I just, like, I slide and I'm like, like a glove. <laughs> so no, we are not, none of us are truly above it. <laughs> no. No, truly not. <laughs> Oh but Charlotte's, up, Charlotte's upset because there's no romance, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. The thing and is then... that Charlotte, Charlotte is horny for men until they actually, until they actually give themselves to her. At which point, she is no longer interested whatsoever. Which is literally just she's a lesbian. I know I bring this up every time, but she is a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, no, I right. thought you were going to say she's me. So maybe I'm the lesbian. Mm, thanking emoji. Mm. Makes you think. I mean, listen, I- equivalent exchange. I kind of, ex- I kind of like, accepted the identity of bisexual <laughs> recently. So now there's one less lesbian in the world. Alex, you need to take this bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Not like take a bullet. Like being a lesbian is like getting shot. No, it's I like mean, it's <laughs> like King. It's like King Arthur. I lift the sword out of the stone. Yeah, exactly. I put the I put the sword there. Left it for someone else. Mm-hmm. So then we move on to Miranda. She's asleep. The dog is barking outside of her door. She goes to pick it up and then Steve isn't there because he's with the the girl who was on the voicemail. It's really over. Mm-hmm. And then Aiden and Carrie and Aiden's redecorating the apartment, but he's being noisy because obviously he's going to be fucking noisy. He's redecorating. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carrie's like, oh, I can't take this noise. So instead of going 
to like a library or a cafe. She goes to a hotel, which like I thought you were poor. Starbucks was clearly a thing at this point. <laughs> like one hundred percent. Yeah, she could she could have gone to Starbucks and fucking I don't know busted a discman to drown out the well, noise. I don't okay. know. <laughs> well, the que- the question is, were was wife? I I genuinely don't know. Was Wi Fi a widely spread thing in like nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine? I don't think she needs to have Wi Fi though, because I think she's just writing it. I don't know if she needs to send it off. Because yeah. I would imagine if Wi-Fi doesn't exist in a hotel, like, it's not going to be in a hotel if it's not in a coffee well, shop. Well, no, but in a, ho- in a hotel, like, uh, up until, like, I, you can get an Ethernet port in a hotel, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. I could, I could go to the front, I, I like, to this day and age, I, I I don't know, I doubt it would be at every hotel, but, like, I bet I could go to the front desk at, like, uh, a Marriott and be like, yo, I need an Ethernet port, and they'd be like, certainly, right away. I don't think Carrie knows what an Ethernet port is. <laughs> no. 100% she doesn't. Cat I'm just 6? Uh, actually, only Miranda only has cat 1, because she's got the 1 cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she's also, she's also, we see, like, because she's in our house, she's wearing, like, little booty shorts and whatever. And then later we see that she didn't put on, like, a pair of jeans to go to this hotel. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. but then uh, we, but then we resolve Charlotte. Then we resolve uh, Charlotte's storyline in a very nice way. I, I I genuinely like like I don't like everything else that happened with Steve in this episode, except for when he held the puppy. But I did kind of like the resolution to uh, Miranda's and Charlotte's storylines. Wait, before yeah. we get to that, Charlotte, can I just say that Carrie says that she can't go to Aiden's apartment because Pete's always jumping on her and deleting things on her computer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really good. I- <laughs> I love Pete. And yeah, anyway, now we can get to Charlotte. <laughs> but yeah, I did like the resolution to to her story as well. Because, uh, yeah. you know, she was disappointed about no romance. And then her and Trey are walking down the road holding hands. And like, he basically takes her to Tiffany's and is like, hey, we should make a stop to get you the perfect ring. And, you know, she's super excited and they and kiss. she says and, alrighty. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, like, from now on, that's her proposal story that she tells people. And she says and she answers And that's a cute proposal it. story, if you ask yeah. me. I think it's nice. And plus, yeah. I mean, she's going to get a ring that doesn't look ugly as shit. Because, like, no offense, but Trey probably has... D- awful taste. He's not going to pick out a nice ring. So... And, I, and yeah. also... Uh, completely... Oh, yeah, Charlotte has mind control powers now, so she can just kind of use those moving forward. A hundred percent. I love it. What happens next? Okay, so we're with so Samantha. So is it Miranda? Samantha. Yo, Samantha. Thank God. Yeah, and her and Adam are kissing, and he's, like, pushing her head down for a blowjob, and I really hate it, because she says, no, I'm not really in the mood tonight, and he's just like, what's the problem? And keeps kind of, like, trying to he's get like, to do He it. is, like, shoving, like, it's the, it's the exact same, like, part of your body that is worked out when you're like if you've ever been like splashing around in the pool with your friends and one of them tried to like dunk you underwater like that's the exact yeah. same like muscle structure he was using and it was fucking gross and awful yeah it, it was bad i didn't like this at all and then so she's like okay right i need to be real with you uh you funk you spunk tastes funky and then he's he says oh that's the most far out excuse i've heard and he he calls her a two blowjob girl, and yeah. I'm just I am I am white hot internet mad at this man in this moment. I've never heard of that before. That's not a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is, however, a cl- it is, however, a classic manipulation tactic. Yeah, 100%. no, for sure. He's being extremely shitty, and she's like, I resent that because I love giving head, and he's just like, Well, if you love giving head so much, why don't you do it? 
and he basically go- talks about how easy it is and this is a very good samantha moment like oh she, yeah yeah this and she's right and she should say it and she just goes off about how much work it is to give a blowjob she's like mm-hmm. okay there's teeth placement there's jaw stress there's suction gag yep, reflex yep. breathing out of your nose uh they don't call it a job for nothing so yeah iconic I- <laughs> and then and then she and then she offers a, a deal with him and is and she's like well i if you can taste if you taste it and you can choke it down and you're okay with it i yeah. will suck your dick and he's like i can't do that it's gay and then another iconic line from samantha which is it's not gay if it's you fellas <laughs> is it gay to taste your own cum uh. hold on hold on hold on let me ask my 14 year old self <laughs> I guess the answer is yes. Eventually, I mean, eventually. <laughs> yeah. No, I do not think, think. I do not think that I do not think that was the inciting force for me being gay. <laughs> but you it know, doesn't, you no, can never really the, know for sure. It doesn't make you gay. Yeah, I'm gonna die and get. I'm gonna get. Di- I'm gonna die and get down to hell, and this and Satan is gonna point to like he's just gonna have like like a chart of my life. And he's just gonna point to like me, like age fourteen, like June, like fucking June seventh, like two thousand six, and is like, all right, this is when you were gay. This is when you became gay. Yeah, pinpointing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we also talk about how Sam tells him that uh, normally, like you know, normally giving a blowjob is good, but it's not when it's like taking a trip to the rotten egg buffet. Oh, so uh, I love, love, love that she tells him that his cum tastes like rotten eggs. Not just rotten eggs, that, but rotten egg buffet. That is, I mean, oh, just oh, I don't like any of this. I don't like any of her descriptions at all. They're very good. They're very uh, good, yeah. And but she convinces him because basically, you know, like just how far will someone go to get a blowjob? Uh, and he basically just struggles to say he's fine with it. Like, he's, like, choking it down. He's like, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Please give me it. And... Uh, Oh, that, like, the thing is that, like, she should have she should have 100% gone back on her word at that moment. Like... And said, yeah, Or at the the very least, follow up on the foreshadowing from earlier, make him eat her pussy for an hour, and then she'll, and then he'll, she'll suck his dick. Yeah. True. Good point. Power move. Yeah, I'm into that. And then we sort of zoom out and we definitely see pubes. Hmm. I wasn't looking too carefully, but... I was not looking for pubes, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, she pulls down his boxes and then we 100% see Bush. I, be- I, be- I, I believe it. I'm just saying I didn't see it. <laughs> I fully believe yeah. it. I just missed it. Mm-hmm. I've watched it twice, so maybe I was just on the hunt. The other thing I noticed is there's like a close-up of his crotch and uh, it just seems very flat. Hmm. He's like a Ken doll um, down there. I oh would. God. I would. Uh, well, because I would imagine he would have a boner. Oh, oh no! I know what it is. He's got a cloaca. <laughs> Maybe that's why it tastes funny. That's gotta be it. That's what that. That's why. Well, I was gonna say that's why his dick tastes so nasty, but his dick doesn't taste nasty. It's his cum that tastes nasty. I mean, is it still called a blowjob if that's what you have? I mean, yeah, because the dick comes out of it. Yeah, true. I think okay. so. Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't know definitively. I've only seen, like, anthropomorphizations of cloaca <laughs> in my time. I've not actually <laughs> seen a cloaca. But I, from what I've, un- from all the furry art I've seen, I'm guessing that, like, that's how it works. That, like, a dick emerges from the slit. Oh, like in, um, Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah, the Shape of Water thing has a cloaca. Yes. Yeah. So, final scene... Is it, or do we have Miranda? Oh, do we have to? Can we just say the episode end? Can we just say the episode ended? The thing is, if we end it now, then we're giving Carrie too much credit, and she has to be taken down, and she has to be dragged because she is <laughs> not getting away with this, and neither is Big. They're both okay. gonna go to hell. So let's just do it. Okay. Let's just talk about it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So, Big is in the lobby of the hotel because apparently he went to a place. Aiden is there and was like, uh-huh, she's at the hotel because Aiden is like a little bit stupid, let's be real. Um, he's a little bit of a himbo. He's a little bit of a himbo, mm-hmm. which is why I love him. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the best, that's the ideal man. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. So she's like, okay, whatever, stay in the lobby, I'll come down. And she puts on a trench coat like she's an assassin. <laughs> and I wish she was. But she goes downstairs and Big's in the bar because he's a drunk. The thing is, the thing is, I see that and I'm like immediately like, no, Carrie, just don't go in the bar. You told him to meet you. You told him to meet you in the lobby. Wait out in the lobby until he comes out to see you. Do not, do not enter the bar. And especially as you keep having conversations with him where he is wasted, it's probably not a good idea. But she does it anyway. And, and she's, you know, and then having their little bickering and she's like okay whatever i'm done and leaves to go back up to her room he follows her into the elevator and it gets very creepy and this is where he's being kind of forceful yeah but then she eventually she reciprocates she says she says fuck you and shoves him off three times and then the fourth time you know three no's do make in the same way that three left turns do eventually make a right three no's do eventually make a yes apparently because the fourth time he the fourth time she says fuck me and then starts hissing him back and then they fuck Mm. and carrie carrie has been terminally diagnosed with invalid and then she's smoking a cigarette and she's having a smoke while he's taking a cab (laughs) back to his wife they're, and they're going to bed, and my stomach is sick. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's all nope. in my head. It's not all in no. my head, sadly. No. Uh, it's and bad. yeah, it's so bad. And then Carrie's voiceover, she's like, "I lost my head." Yeah, because I fucking cut it off with a chainsaw, and she's. <laughs> I'm so mad. Carrie Bradshaw so has it. been found headless in Miami. Yes. I guess we should. I guess we should do a bit of a speed run of rankings because we have quite a few questions. Sure. And I'm going to so, take a big old so, uh, guess at who's at the bottom. Yeah, I think Carrie's at the bottom of all of ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. I, the rest kind of fall into a bit of a jumble for me. I think I got to put Miranda a little bit above that just because Steve is kind of a fucker. Um, mm. and then I think. I think Charlotte and then... I think actually Samantha is number two and then Charlotte's my number one. I think Samantha is just like... I just wish Samantha would just like... There are so many horny men in New York City who do not have nasty spunk. Like, I feel like there was nothing in this episode that was telling us about like what was worthwhile about Adam that made his funky spunk worth it. Like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, if Samantha's just looking for a man with a good dick, like, she can just kind of find that pretty... I feel like she can find that pretty easily, but like, she just... she, She just like kind of puts up with this guy you know in his funky spunk and then i think charlotte just had a cute i think charlotte just had a cute ending even if she did learn mind control powers 
I am proud of her. Yeah, me too. And that is like a cute, like, oh, we were walking past Tiffany's and he stopped and proposed to me. Yeah. Like, whatever, I like it. Yeah, I think I have the same order as you. Mm-hmm. So. Same. Mm-hmm. That means, okay, that was, right. that was quick. Let's do some yep. questions. Okay, let's, let's do questions. Let's do some questions. Yes. If you want to send us questions, you know where to send them. Citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. So today we've got several questions, so we should try to jump through them as fast as we can. Uh, so the first one is from Anonymous, and they are asking, is a public proposal grounds for instant breakup, or am I just strongly opinionated on them? No, I agree. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm far less. Ha- I'm far less rash a person than like. I, I I say less rash, like as though you you are rash for feeling that way. But like, really, I'm just like. I when it comes to those things, I'm just like, oh geez, oh geez. Uh, <laughs> so like to me, that'd just be like a. Can, can we talk about this? Not like an instant breakup, but like you're valid for instant breakup on that front. I yeah. I think I, it's like you got. Wait. Read okay. It hold on. Hold on. You have hold to on. know your partner. Well, uh, allow me. Yeah. Allow me to qualify. Public proposal of just, like, in the middle of a restaurant or something, I'm a little bit more okay with that. If you propose to me on a Jumbotron, I am fucking pouring my beer on your head and leaving. I'm taking the colors, I'm taking the dog. That's it for me. It's like, okay, if you take me to, like, my favorite restaurant and we've had a big old, we've had multiple conversations and we're both on the same page and, like, we're like, yeah, I would marry you if you wanted me to. Yeah, same. Cool. Um, Then I wouldn't be as mad. But a hundred percent, one of those stupid. I mean, if you do a fucking flash mob, I'm gonna stab you. Yeah, I'm like on the same page, and I also feel like it totally depends because, like, you have to know if your partner is gonna hate it or not. Like, you by the time if you're ready to marry someone, you should know whether or not they're the kind of person who's gonna fucking hate it if you do like a a fucking jumbotron proposal. I feel like restaurant type thing is like fine, but it's kind of boring. But mm. I don't know. I, I think yeah. Yeah, you're right. If someone is wanting to be with me for the rest of my life, they should know me pretty well. And the thing is, I love attention, but I don't like surprises. Yeah. So I would like to be proposed to privately and then announce it in a stupid way. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 proposed, proposed to me in private, and then I'll say yes, and then like, and then like tomorrow at like the at like the Orioles game, you can get down on one knee on the for the jumbotron. We can make a big show of it and like game game the system. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's my ideal. All right. So thank you for the question. Our next one is from our regular question asker, friend of the show, PR the Disaster, who is asked. Hey, what a bad fucking ending. If spunk could taste like whatever you wanted, what taste would you prefer? And for a less gross question, do you consider yourself a good manipulator? Uh, okay, so first uh, question. Um, <laughs> if spunk could taste like whatever you wanted, what would it be? I wouldn't want it to be anything, I don't know. I don't think I'd want it to be like anything super duper sweet. No. Like, I, I don't want like ice cream tasting or anything, but like something that's like kind of like pleasant. Like... Something that, like, I'll drink, something, like, basically I want it to be the flavor of something that, like, I'll drink but won't really actively seek out, which is why I think, like, Sprite would be the best flavor of I was thinking Sprite, and I have a can of Sprite next to me. Oh my god. I don't know. I was gonna say. Sprite is just, Sprite is just, like, the epitome of, like, do you, what do you have to drink in the cooler? I've got some water, I've got some Sprite. I'll take a Sprite. Like, I, Sprite (laughs) is never my first, second, or third choice, but, like, yeah, I like the taste of a nice cold Sprite. Wait, it has to be cold. It has to be cold Sprite. If this is warm, if this, if it tastes like warm Sprite, no. It's gonna be warm. It's coming out of the body cold. Are you saying you also want it to be carbonated? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I want it to feel like (laughs) Pop Rock coming out of that dick. 
Ugh, it has to be okay. No, it has to be warm because it's coming out of a body. Oh, it has to so be like, warm than like um, mil- warm milk. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna say like I'm gonna say like caramel. Oh, I was gonna say peanut butter. I, what about Ooh, like molasses? Because molasses is something that I like the taste of, but I'm not gonna have more than like a tiny bit of it. I love the idea. Just it comes out really slow. <laughs> just super you, are, you have to like you have to like squeeze it like one of those like those like cake batter like those cake frosting things. <laughs> What if people just stopped saying slow like molasses and they started saying, oh, it's just, you know, it's real slow like cum. (laughs) Have you ever, have you ever, like, tried to pour cum out of a jar? It takes time. I mean, it's viscous, but it's not, like, molasses or honey viscous. My favorite Fiona Apple song, Slow Like Cum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's my favorite, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Less gross question, then? Yeah. Okay. So do you consider... Yeah. Wait, I didn't answer the question. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Wait, no, I did because I said molasses, I guess. If it had to be like a pop, it would be like a nice ginger ale, like a nice Canada Dry or something. Like Again, remember, this is warm. That's fine. I've, I've had warm ginger ale. It's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, a magician never reveals her secret, so I'm not answering the question. Okay. A good manipulator? Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be a good manipulator. It's not, like, something that's a trait that I would, like, it's not, uh, I don't know. I I think because of my my BPD, I always think I'm manipulating people, and I'm always like, oh, shit, fuck, I just manipulated someone. And I'm not. (laughs) Not not, I don't have BPD as far as I know, but also, like, extremely same feeling of just, like, Mm. every time I express, like, sadness or, like, want of anything, and someone, like responds to that i'm like oh god no i just manipulated them into like caring about me or like giving me money yeah like i remember i showed when i got my cowboy boots it's because i sent a picture of them to my mom i was like look how cool these are and she was like i bought them for you and i'm like i didn't want you to do that and now i feel like i just manipulated you into buying me cowboy boots but i do have them i love your mom the one time I, I am proud of a manipulation thing that I did, when I was younger, like up until I was at least like 18 years old, I was honest to a fault. Could not lie about anything. Got myself in trouble repeatedly because I would do a thing. My parents would ask what happened. I would have an easy out of an answer. Just like, I don't know. But I would just always tell them blatantly 100% what I was doing. This also came to a head once when I asked to borrow my mom's credit card to buy a video game when it was in fact for a sex toy. And then later that night I felt bad <laughs> because I t- – and then I went to my mother, hey, sorry, it's not for a video game. It's for a sex toy. And she's like, I mean, no. that's I didn't need to know that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But, um, you can't th- do that. So, so this came back in like uh, 20 um, – a couple of years ago. So like I'm going to say 20 – 15 2016 um every year my sister my parents and i all go to the local like christmas tree place to pick out a tree because we always grab something right off of the range and um there was this this short fat piece of shit tree that my sister and i just became obsessed with called a christmas bush (laughs) um and my sister and i were insistent on it my parents had the final say on it and they were like no it looks bad and then we like we basically like walked around in a circle around the field and my my sister is my sister like pulling what trying to pull one over on my parents she's like hey look i like this tree pointing to christmas bush again um my parents didn't realize and they were like is that christmas bush and my sister's like nope and my sister having lied all throughout her childhood my parents then turned to me the perpetual truth teller and is like is this christmas bush and i say no. <laughs> oh my 
god. So we got Christmas bush. I'm <laughs> the so longest con. Wow. Christmas bush is um name of what's in my pants during the holiday season. Yeah, we are all Christmas bush. So <laughs> uh <laughs> Yep. I I don't really the thing is, if I ever am at a place where I'm like, I really want someone to do something for me, I usually like don't try to, I don't know I don't try to manipulate them into doing it I'll be like I'll maybe just like drop really big hints that it's a thing that I want or just outright say pay more attention to me <laughs> or something yeah. so it's not manipulating it's just like I yeah I mean I've manipulated men but I don't think they count no like you know when you're like oh I'm just gonna bat my eyelashes yeah, but like when you like bat your eyelashes and smile at someone, you're like, "Can we please do this for me? I'm a stupid girl," and then they do it. Yeah, I mean that's textbook. Oh no! Like, I already deleted <laughs> the question, but I think it said, "Are you good at manipulating people?" So they don't. <laughs> Men uh, are people. No. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's I think that's pretty good. I think we, we answered yeah. that one. Okay. Next question is from a Tumblr user Magnificent Sap Caddy who says, "If eating pineapple makes your cum taste different, do you think that there's a specific sequence of foods that if you eat them in the right order, your nut will be like gum from Willy Wonka and have three discrete flavors?" <laughs> I would love that i guess you would have to like pineapple to make it sweet so that would be last for dessert and then mm, i don't know i think you you want to savory until dessert beef okay so you have to go in reverse order so it's like yeah. it's it's like um it's like it, it's like programming last in is first out it's like using a stack so <laughs> yes. pineapple has to be the pineapple has to be the first thing you eat so that you get the sweet at the end then you gotta get something savory. So I'm gonna say beef brisket in the middle. Then you gotta get like an appetizer. Um, I'm gonna say a fully loaded baked potato because that's got like that's got kind of bit like a nice like a little bit of everything that you could want. Like you know you got the you got the chives, you got the sour cream, you got the butter, you got the cheese, you got the mm. potato. You know it's 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 volu- it's 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 thick, it's starchy, just exactly. Yeah, like starchy. Yeah, like a oh yeah, a really <laughs> really like starchy. And then it's gonna just be hard to clean out, like the like when you make rice and you're trying to wash the pot afterwards. And you're like, God damn it! That's what it's like, yeah. But you're like, well, at least it fills you up. Oh, you might have to hold on, step, step. Hold on, I need to say this, and you probably should bleep this out. But after, after you have come after this, you need. (laughs) Yeah, that's a sound. I'm gonna gonna request actually that you bleep that one out. All right. Can yeah. Do, I can make that happen. Uh, yeah, no, I can. It's it's just like that. So, mm-hmm. as Mariah Carey said, it, it's like that. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like that. And uh, I'm yeah. losing my mind. Uh, God, that would really change all of George R. R. Martin's descriptions of like seed spilling down your leg afterwards. So, oh gosh. Mm. Oh, yeah, the gravy. Mm. <laughs> See, okay, so my thought for, like, the three flavors are, like, okay, you know how, like, okay, so I feel like it should still be a little bit salty, like, so, okay, you know when you have, like, a bite of 
um, you know when you put like a bite of McFlurry in your mouth and then you put a McDonald's french fry in your mouth and you're like, of mm. course. So you need to have like a, you gotta have that like sweet and salty combination, I think. So it's gotta be like maybe, maybe not ice cream, but like something, like, like maybe a french fry. So a caramel. Yeah, like a caramel and a french fry. And then maybe also something like some kind of fruit or vegetable to kind of just like pineapple i don't know mm-hmm. yeah and then pineapple feel, to finish it off yeah. yeah i feel like it's always gonna have a bit of saltiness to it like it's not gonna be it's not gonna come out tasting like icing so no true i would maybe maybe i would just be like okay maybe we start with like different fruits maybe we have like a nice salad with like apple in it maybe a bit of goat's cheese some some walnuts just Um, have a nice big cup of chamomile and suck off (laughs) oh that sounds like a pleasant evening (laughs) oh it's good And then, yeah, maybe something, I don't know, raspberries. Oh, yeah, raspberries would be good, true. Yeah, I this feel like you just want to, mm-hmm. you just want to stick with fruit for now. Yeah, true. This reminds me of, like, when people used to come in, when I used to work at a deli for, like, fucking, like, eight or nine years, and people would come in and they were like, is the ham high in salt content? And I would just have to be like, what the fuck do you think? Like, that's me <laughs> thinking about, like, if you could even remove the salt flavor from from someone's cum with I don't think you... I it's don't just, think you can. What the fuck do you think? Like, Carol, it's a ham. Of course you can't. Like, Okay, yeah, maybe pork and applesauce. Because hmm. that's a winning combination. Yeah, true. I think these are all really good, and I think that we should get a scientist to test it, but not me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> speaking of science yes speaking of science we have another question uh, okay so uh, thank you to the person who asked that last uh, doozy uh, the next one is from Anonymous who has said inspired by a discord chat which periodic elements are the most bisexual uh, okay so I wrote down three uh, I thought about this for a while uh, because you know I am a chemist so I you know this is canon and I'm right and uh, I'm a scientist and I, 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 I have I have two in my head that that two immediately come to mind. I don't know why, but go on and say yours, and I'll tell you if mine correspond whatsoever. Okay, hydrogen was my first one, and that is because hydrogen has a tendency to either, well, like, it can be H plus or H minus, so that's kind of just, like, our bread and butter of being a bisexual. The second one was neon, because, okay, it's a noble gas, which means it's inert as fuck, and it's, like, not gonna do anything. I don't know if you've ever been on Tinder and talked to, uh been gay on tinder before but people be not messaging you back uh don't call me out like that (laughs) listen this used to be me too also (laughs) neon is cool as shit when you put a current through it because bisexuals are like that and we're like (laughs) bright we are colorful we're bright and neon and the third one is gallium because if you put me in your hand i will melt oh so the two, are yours, Sarah? The two that came to mind for no reason whatsoever were cobalt and tungsten. I don't know why. Yeah. Tungsten is, I think, the best conductor, I think, on the table, but I'm not sure about that. Don't fact check me, which is cool. Bice be conducting. Is- yes. <laughs> like, electrical conductor. Uh, cobalt is just cool as shit. I love me a transition metal. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say copper. Like, I feel like bisexuals are like a, a copper and a blue kind of color. If they're not mm. purple and pink and blue. Then I feel like there's a hint of copper to us. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I think think that those are good. 
and yeah. and I am so send tweet bye. Uh, okay, the next question <laughs> is from Tumblr user Two by Two Furious who says last week Alex uh, Alex and guest talked about their experiences. <laughs> Shout out to Lola uh, with their own <laughs> Mister Biggs. I started to wonder, did either of you have any experience with your own Steve? If not, you're really lucky. No. 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 I've never had a Steve, so. Uh, Shut that down. Yeah, we are really lucky, so thank you. Okay, last, <laughs> well, okay, this is the last one we have in our inbox, and it is from Tumblr user Mike Dawson, regular question sender of the show. Uh, it says, in your opinion, what shows or other media better fulfill the intersection of feminism and sex positivity that Sex in the City strives to reach? Um, it's... Not on top. It's it's not show. It's no. It's not a show that I personally watch, but have heard great things about. And like from what I've seen, this is the vibe that I get. Like, is Crazy Ex Girlfriend one of these show? One of those shows? Um, I think it's sex positivity. Interesting. Uh, I think in terms of like mental health, it's at least a discussion. But like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that. Um, I was going to say Insecure, which, like, I haven't seen enough of, but I feel like that's pretty... I mean, it's for people who uh, like girls but understand that white women are the devil, so... Mm. I don't know if I have a show that's particularly about sex positivity, but the show that I kind of want to shout out is Canadian icon show uh, Orphan Black. Not... It's not, like... It's not a sex positivity show by any means really but it's a show about i don't know like to me it's a show that's really good at showing like a lot of different kinds of women and how they deal with their body autonomy and it's a really good show so um i have been watching a lot of pose recently and i think like that like the discussion on sex in that is really interesting and i think specifically because like the majority of the main characters are black and latino and either you know gay or trans or some other combination of that mm-hmm. it's like and it's in the 80s it's like oh, a very sex negative time to be any of that mm-hmm. and it's just showing them as humans who enjoy sex but there's a lot of difficulties that come with that and i've i've enjoyed it so mm-hmm. i mean yeah i think from like a modern sense of view the show is just so white and cis and hetero that it it's kind of impossible yeah. for it to really live up to the standards as we probably have. Yeah, and I can't honestly even think of a show that really isn't. I mean, there are shows that do it yeah. better than Sex in the City, but I still don't think there's any shows that really, like you know, nail it perfectly. Like I would like them to. No, mm-hmm. I don't think any show eventually. could do it perfectly, but like better to a standard that I appreciate. So yeah, there are shows that at least try more. That's true. Yeah, Sex and the City thought they were trying. But, mm. uh, so that's the last question in our inbox. Yeah, we've been saving a question because um, we kind of botched this. Yes. This question is uh, from some fucking. I'm gonna botch this. This is a cheese tonkers <laughs> for our friend. Anyway, all right. So yeah, sorry. Let me go through this. So we had this question a little while ago when our friend of the show, Matt Berger, was on, who I don't think we've shouted out, but has been listening to the show and writing in the chat, which I've just loved. I didn't even notice Uh, until, like, halfway through the episode. (laughs) Yeah. So he pulled this up for us, the question, and it's from Totsugeki? Totsugeki, yep. There we go. Totsugeki Allspark. Yeah, uh, with four A's. With, like, four A's. Totsugeki 
whatever. I'm just going to fucking read it. I'm just going to read the question because we're running really late. Chisatonkas asks. <laughs> anyway, they asked, uh, love the podcast. So my question is, what are the girl's stands slash abilities? Remember, music theme names. And as the main bad guy, what is Mr. Big's stand? Bonus for Stanford or any of Mr. Big's minions. All right. <laughs> so thank you for loving the show and asking a question, but we have an expert. Okay. So these, some of these abilities are going to be reductive of things that are already extant in the show, but that's fine because neither of you watch the show. So Charlotte, yep. so Samantha, <laughs> what is the horniest song of the nineties? There is a, there's a right answer to this, but I'm curious. One, let me hear one song a piece. Horniest song of the nineties. I touch myself by the divinals. Okay. That's not what I was thinking of, but go on. To me, it's Pony by Genuine. Oh yeah. That's a, yeah. That's so, a yeah. so Samantha's stand is Pony. I didn't actually think about what it does. I just kind of like stopped when I hit it. It makes everyone, <laughs> it makes everyone in a radius around her just like horny to the point of being unable to do anything. Charlotte. Charlotte's stand because she is so obsessed with like Disney with like Disney ass marriages and bullshit is that her Charlotte's stand is called Love Story as no watch Taylor Swift's Love Story and <gasps> it and it like Boingo's uh, uh, future site book it, it kind of like is like a picture book of just like events that are going to happen that it provides her prophecies um fucking Carrie's is oh my god I had one I completely forgot what it was something fashiony maybe no it was something about writing but I can't remember what it was because I originally I originally landed on love story for her but then I realized that fit way better with Charlotte um uh, Miranda's is too okay so so Miranda's is actually the this is a this is something that's gonna be completely unfamiliar to anyone who does not listen who does not watch Giant Bombs content, but every year for every on every Giant Bomb stream, their stream is preceded by a just a repeating loop of one song called Lockdown, which is the, the chorus goes, It's a lockdown, baby, you drive me crazy. Uh you're my jury, uh no, you're my what is it? You're my attorney, my judge and jury. So fucking something, baby, lock me up and throw away the key. So that's Miranda. Um her stand <laughs> just puts like dick just like just puts dick and ball cages on everyone with dick and balls. <laughs> she just be, nice. she just engages them in CBT. Love it. <laughs> Um, Biggs is, Biggs is named, um, the district sleeps alone tonight after the postal service song, just because he is the one worth leaving. Um, and it just kind of has the, he just can just kind of turn it on and make everyone sleep at the drop of a hat. He's just got, he's got melatonin in his fingertips. And I genuinely don't have anything for Carrie. I'm sorry. It completely is. It completely is out of my head. I don't have anything for Carrie. That's fine. She doesn't deserve it. No, Carrie so. sucks. Yeah, she doesn't deserve to have a stand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Big doesn't either, but, like, at the same time, it's, like, it's fine. And we appreciate you knowing way more Car- than okay. about this. I don't, I, I don't know what Carrie's stand is called, but I do know that it manifests as a typewriter that when she, whatever she types on it does come true. Mm. Ooh, like a death note. Yeah. Like, oh, God, Carrie with more. a death note. That's terrifying. Yep. <laughs> oh, Natasha would be in pieces by now. I don't know anything about the rest of them. I don't know anything about Mr. Big's menu, so that's what I got. That's good. Thank you. I'm glad you could answer this question. You're welcome. Uh, to Me too. Yeah, to what it deserves. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for asking it. Yep, so uh, our questions, that's our questions. That's our questions. Uh-huh. That's it. That's everything. Uh-huh. So uh, where can we find you online, Sarah? You can find me on Twitter at SunHatGenia. That's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. You can also find me on my other podcast that I do. I do Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die with Alex. It's the Leftism Politics Podcast for the Terminally Online. Uh, I do uh, <laughs> Fear Baiting, which is a horror 
horror movie podcast that I do with a bunch of my friends. Uh, my girlfriend's going to be on the next episode where we're going to be talking about Friday the th- or Nightmare on Elm Street 2, which I'm really excited about. Ooh. Our most recent episode was with a very old friend of mine, uh, and we watched uh, Shutter Island. Uh, and Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is the super gay one, right? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, actually. Oh, I think it's like a full like gay subtext. A lot, a lot, a lot of it. So have fun. I will. Uh, you can also catch me on The Wonder Years, which is the... Uh, the Animorphs podcast that I do with my friends who are waiting on me to go record right now. So I should probably get in there pretty quickly. Um, and yeah, I think that's everywhere you can find me that you're wanting to look. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for coming. It's so we... much fun to have you. Like, we love it. Yeah, Aww. we become like the, uh, what was, what do we call it? The what trifecta? The cursed trifecta? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> but it's real good mm-hmm. and we love it. We're, so. we're like we're like the Bermuda Triangle of podcasters. <laughs> True. <laughs> and men just go missing inside of it. So uh interesting. Weird, but I don't know. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me at uh Age of Oddish on Twitter and uh Windfall Island on Tumblr, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you can find me at Dork Phoenix on Tumblr and then Dork Phoenix69 on Twitter. And on Enrique's Jewish Pokemon Game Die. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes sometime he is TikTok bitch. Um, and anyway, uh, fucking, yeah, find us on Noise Space uh, and find us on Twitter and Tumblr at City Girls Make Do. And that's pretty much it. Uh, Arrivederci. Yeah. Hold on to your knickers. Let's go, girls. Bye.